Hey, this is Travis, back with another episode of the Rep by Rep Strength Podcast. So first and foremost, if you have not yet, I would encourage you to sign up for uh, my monthly performance newsletter that will dive into uh, one specific topic for performance per month, and you can find that at travisbarrett.com backslash newsletter. Secondly, I've got an email that sends out three times per week of just uh, helpful tips uh, uh, on training, nutrition, and performance um, that'll come out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So head over to that at travisbarrett.com backslash email and get signed up for both of those so you can start off with the uh, free content that will be helpful for you right away. So um, that leads me into what I wanted to discuss today, which is random training. So if you want random results, have a random exercise program, which I guess by description wouldn't even be a program. It'd just be randomness. So random training yields random results. However, if you want a specific, if you have a specific outcome that you're after, then you should follow some sort of programmed and periodized training methodology to some degree. So those methods can be various due to, you know, whichever coach you're working with or um, whichever method makes the most sense to you, but they all should be grounded in the same principles. Because all too often what will happen, especially with guys, is guys will get into a routine, which is great, but then they'll only follow that routine. They won't change anything, which is an issue. And it's an issue because if you follow the exact same routine over time, the body adapts to that. And you see less and less of a return because the body becomes more efficient. So in some way, shape or form, we want to um, disrupt that efficiency, if you will. So Uh, We want to make it hard for the body to to get used to that new stimuli. So everybody's probably seen this in some way, shape, or form. You know, they go go to the gym, and they've seen the same people come in utilizing the exact same routine with the exact same weights. Nothing changes. Then year in and year out, they either stay the same or in all likelihood they actually get worse. So it goes back to that old saying of, what you did to get here is not gonna get you to where you wanna go. So, first and foremost, how we should go about correcting this is some sort of KPI or key performance indicator. And you know, pick two or three things that you want to be your key performance indicators that will say, are you moving in the right direction or not? So what are your KPIs? So maybe your KPI for leg strength would be a front squat. Maybe your KPI for upper body strength would be a weighted chin-up. And maybe your KPI for quote-unquote cardio would be a one-mile run time. Those are just examples. You can certainly pick and choose, swap different things. The important thing is that we are testing those KPIs occasionally to see if what we're doing is working. So... From there, 
we need to evaluate what KPIs we want. And then we need to work through, we need to work the body through complete ranges of motion at least once a week. Okay? So work through complete ranges of motion at least once a week. Ensure that everything checks out and feels okay. If everything feels okay and there's no pain, no dysfunctional movement patterns, then from there what we need to move into is the cornerstone of all strength and conditioning programs. And the cornerstone is this, progressive overload. So in some way, shape, or form, we must overload the system. In order to overload the system or to cause you know, some level of stress overload to the system. So it works best if we do this in a controlled, measurable manner so that we are at the correct dosage. So if you've never done this before or written down uh, any type of progressive overload, then it's going to be a little bit of trial and error, and that's okay. It's a learning process, but the big thing is to stay committed to the process. Because where you get in trouble is you start program hopping and you don't give the process enough time. So, again, we might look at, hey, let's give it six weeks, 12 weeks, something along those lines, and stay consistent with the work that we're putting in. And then occasionally going back and reevaluating are the KPIs that we picked out getting better or not. If they are, continue doing what you're doing. If they're not getting better, then tweak something, make an adjustment. So progressive overload can be represented in the forms of, and this is not an all-inclusive list, but it can be represented in the form of more weight on the bar, more reps, more sets. Maybe you have a more dense workout, which means you've completed more sets, more reps, more total tonnage, and I'll touch on tonnage in a moment, in a shorter period of time would be dense, an example of density. And tonnage is another simple way to evaluate uh, and to measure a training session. So all that is, is just the weight that you've used times the total reps. And then it'll spit out a number and say, there's your tonnage. So maybe week one, you did 2,000 pounds of work. Week two, 3,000 pounds. Week three, 4,000 pounds. And then week four, you know, if life is happening and maybe you've missed a session here or there, maybe you don't need a deload and you can continue. But on the flip side, if you're very religious and you stick with your training sessions and won't miss a training session ever, maybe in that fourth week you're ready for some sort of deload. And a general rule of thumb with the deloads, it's basically going to be, you know, a 30% reduction in volume and intensity. And the reason for the deloads, if you're very consistent, is this. We need to deload to reload, which essentially we're just going to say the tendon, ligament, bone, nervous system, all of those systems have different recovery rates. So maybe the neurological system is going to, the neurological system might take 72 hours to re, refuel, if you will. Whereas the muscular system might take upwards of, you know, 48 to 72 hours, something along those lines. Whereas the tendons and ligaments might be drastically behind multiple days, multiple weeks due to lack of blood flow, just the nature, nature of the beast. 
compared to bone. So all of those are going to have different recovery rates, so it's important to A, have a plan, B, make sure you're progressively overloading the system, and C, rotating exercises on occasion, and then also deloading in order to reload so that you can come back in your next phase and hit it hard in that following phase. So I uh, hope that helps and kind of gives you some guidance there. If you have questions about anything, please feel free to schedule a complimentary call. Where you can do that is travisbarrett.com backslash call. All right, have a good day.